Hey there, I'm Scott and this is Tangents. I am recording again at a weird time, which again won't come across to you at all because of the, the lighting and all of this. Um, it's a little later in the day. Um, on one hand, it gives me less time pressure because I don't have a meeting or anything right after this, I usually do. On the other hand, my prompt today is pretty short and you never know. I mean, generally speaking, that doesn't seem to bound the amount of time that I'll talk, but I'm hoping it won't be too long. Um, the, the counter to that and the reason that I'm doing this now is that to use sort of a little bit of technical jargon, um, you learn meteorology when you're you know, becoming a pilot. So I think the proper term is hot as balls outside was 47 Celsius. I don't know what that translates to in Fahrenheit, but convert it if you use Fahrenheit. I assure you it's fucking hot. Um, it, it has been up to like 50 here, maybe a little bit more, but it's fucking, it's, it's just too much. It's, and it's, it's one of those things also where I don't know, I mean, on the plus side, you know, Phoenix, not a ton of humidity. So 50 degrees, hot anywhere. 50 degrees here, not as hot as if it's 50 degrees plus a shit ton of humidity. So we have that going for us, I guess. Uh, but this time of the summer, it's just, yeah, it just is excruciating. And I think the thing that gets me more than anything is just kind of like this Trump presidency, it just seems interminable, you know? You cannot escape. That's the thing, that's the thing that really makes the Arizona summers just intolerable. Because just like Trump, every fucking day there's something. You know, now there, there was a, I have no idea if these are connected, I assume so. Uh, today there was a story that um, our economy has contracted something like 30%, which is an insane record. Uh, we have accumulated more debt in the last few months than typically is done in uh, yeah, many, many years. It's, it's shocking to me how much, it, it, it's not just Trump, again, I have to, yeah, I don't wanna focus on him, but there's so much bullshit that people believe like I have, I have friends, I have an employee. His family is air quotes conservative. Uh, they, say, they say conservative, vote Republican, vote for Trump. The thing is, these are not conservatives. There's no, there's no sane way to interpret a fucking thing that these people do as even remotely conservative. Nothing is conservative about you know, giving a 1.5 tr like, trillion dollar tax cut to ultra wealthy people and to big corporations that don't need it. There's nothing conservative about allowing companies to pollute, you know, without a conservative, literally conserve, it's in the, in the fucking word, would be like Sierra Club or, you know, you're protecting the environment, our environment. We all breathe the same air. We all drink the same water. You probably want to conserve that both so we can appreciate it and so that our posterity can appreciate it. Um, there's nothing conservative about having just a fucking imbecile. I mean, the, the motherfucker, the thing, that, the thing that gets me about this guy 
is that he's so stupid that, I mean, part of it is stupidity, part of it is ignorance. He seems to be operating on like, you know, the, the world as it was in the 60s. And his whole worldview seems to have been formed many, many decades ago um, when he was younger than me. And somehow he hasn't really advanced since then. I mean, it's, it's actually staggering. Um, but I didn't come here to talk about that today. That's not my, my focus. Um, although today, of course, motherfucker tweets, you know, like, well, maybe, I don't know, in November, maybe we shouldn't have an election. Uh, maybe we should postpone it because according to him, uh, mail-in ballots are somehow, when, when you look at this, the odds, the, the, the number, the amount of fraud that is present in absentee and mail-in ballots is infinitesimal, like negligible. Even in a very close election, not even remotely close enough to nudge things one way or another. It's just it, basically non-existent. Uh, but, you know, he knows he's going to, or very likely to lose. Uh, so he's got to make a big deal out of how, you know, oh, there's so much fraud here. Uh, and then on top of that, it's like, well, there's fraud there. And then, you know, we can't, there's a pandemic going on that I've completely fucked up. So, you know, I've made it a thousand times worse than it has to be. So we're going to have to postpone the election maybe. Now, to be fair, he does not have the authority to do this would require an act of Congress. Although also to be fair, I have no confidence. Uh, I certainly, I feel like Mitch and the Republicans who claim to be patriots and claim to love our country so much, these motherfuckers, if, they, if, if there was a Republican majority in the house, yeah, I, I, I talk a lot about how similar the parties are, but one thing that I have a very small, just sinew of hope from is that if there was a Republican majority in the House and the Senate, I don't think it's that unlikely that they would postpone the election, all things looking like they are. Um, yeah, which is fucking horrifying. Uh, the fact that Pelosi and the Democrats are controlling the House doesn't reassure me nearly as much as you would hope it would. I, I don't think that they're going to do it, mind you, but it's easy to imagine, like, you look at where our, you know, where we are in this pandemic, and it's, it's not really slowing down. I mean, it doesn't seem contained at all. Um, and especially in, the, the funny thing is that in states like Arizona, uh, Florida, Texas, places where they have Republican governors, total coincidence, and these places, it took a little longer to pop up here to really like get a nice foothold, um, which is interesting. Not surprising because we don't have New York and Los Angeles and places a lot of people want to go, places where people are kind of densely packed in. You know, if I don't know if you've ever been to Phoenix, if you have, you know what I'm talking about. But here, it's it's a city in the sense that it's more like a bunch of kind of boats that are tied together. It's not like a city where you. I I like walking. I love walking, but walking around Phoenix, you just feel like a crazy person. There are, there are little pockets where you can kind of do it, but for the most part, not really. New York, um, you're almost better off walking than driving. It's one of the few places in the United States that's like that. And you can understand in a place like that where there's a shit ton of travel coming in and people are in super close contact all the time, 
you know, property is very expensive, so restaurants are packed together. Every place where people are is dense. Um, you can understand why it would explode there. But then they got it under control, basically. Not perfectly, but basically. States like Arizona and Florida, you know, could have kept it under control and never let it get a foothold, but it's, it's not the way people operate. I mean, to be fair, I'm not just singling out Republicans here. It seems like a general human failing. Um, we don't, you know, it, it's much easier to deal with the horrible, almost intractable problem when it is upon us than to go, you know, there's a really bad thing down the road. And if we just make a couple of small tweaks now, we can completely avoid it. Yeah. You know? But no, no. Yeah. I mean, it, it just fucking drives me nuts. Like I'm, I, I go places and still, this is Ju July 30th. Okay. So this is not like, um, things have calmed down. Uh, I go places and pretty much everywhere. There's at least a sign that says you should probably wear a mask. A lot of places say you are required to wear a mask, but even in the ones that say you're required to, I'm not going to say it's half the people, but there are a lot of people who have the mask under their nose. I don't know what the fuck this is, uh, but it, you know, shit comes out of your nose. I'm sorry. And then you have people that have it on as a fucking beard, which I know I talk about this a lot, but I just, it, it, it just doesn't even fucking compute. I don't get what is wrong with these people. Like you're wearing the fucking mask, just put it over your face. You know, just don't be an asshole. And yeah, you do get some of these people are explaining, oh, well, I'm not afraid of, you know, it's like, first off, you should be. Um, it's stupid that you're not afraid. Second, you're not wearing that fucking thing to protect yourself. You're wearing it to protect me. I'm wearing mine to protect you. Yeah. I mean, that's, I don't know if they don't get it or they don't give a fuck. But either way, it, that is the thing that motivated me. If it was just to protect myself, and I'm not saying I wouldn't do it, but it would be a harder sell. But when you look at the odds of me transmitting it to somebody else, if I have it, I'm, I don't even know I have it, uh, much, much greater without a mask. Wear a fucking mask, dramatically reduce the odds. Um, and, and I mean, this is one of those things also like, I. I, I can't stand certain aspects of living among the human, the human beings, the like hairless apes. They're just fucking scary and dirty and weird. And just like, I, I don't, I don't get them. I don't feel like one of them half the time. I, I, I feel like an outside observer. And I know this is a thing that a lot of, I, I talk to a lot of people, similar experience. So I know it's not just me. But you just like some people are so fucking like what the f are are you another species? What is what is wrong with you? And then I mean, and people some of them are people that I like, but yeah, you'll go to a you'll go to a, a restaurant with people. This is before the pandemic, to be fair. But go to a restaurant, group of people, very nice people, and Chinese restaurant. And we have the lazy Susan thing. We're sharing a bunch of dishes. Nothing wrong with that. I'm totally cool with that. I actually don't mind it except that I'm there and like, 
Yeah, the people are like literally sticking their hands in the food. Yeah, and then into their mouth, and then back into the food. And, then, and when I say the food, I don't mean the food on their plate. I mean the collective food out here. Yeah, and and just it's not that they're not doing it aseptically, like they don't have that technique. It's almost as though they're actively trying to share saliva, to like spread their saliva everywhere. And these are people that I like. I mean, I, I see people where, you know, like, again, like the places I went today, go a couple places and you see people either like they've got the mask kind of like on the chin, they've got no mask at all. And they just kind of like, oh, I guess I should wear a fucking mask. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's just like, it's so, it, it, where are these people coming from? What is wrong with them? How are we supposed to have a society and a civilization with this kind of stuff going on? And all of that unintentionally kind of sets the stage for something that really I have to talk about. I talk about it a fair bit. Um, I'm going to go into some detail, but I don't really want to go into numbers that much. Uh, I've thought about like preparing a bunch of charts and, you know, kind of like actually looking at the detailed you know, percentages and this kind of stuff. Uh, I might throw some numbers in, but for the most part, this is a qualitative kind of, um, not even an essay, but like a rambling. Okay. So this is taxes. And I, I, I understand people don't like paying taxes. Yeah, it hurts. You pay, you get your paycheck, uh, especially like you get that first job and you see the money that you made and then you see the check is for this much less and then you look up there, assuming that you're not, not educated about what taxes are. First job I had, I knew what taxes were, so this was not that much of a surprise. But I hear this story from people, they're like, oh, I get my check, why is it so little? I've got, you know, and you know, you, you've got state taxes, federal taxes or withholdings, social security, all of this. And then you're, pay, you're getting paid a lot less than you seem to be getting paid. So I get, I get it, it hurts, it stings. But the problem, the problem with this, and this actually gets back to the Republicans calling themselves and somehow being thought of as fiscally responsible or conservatives. The problem with freaking out about taxes is you're not considering what you're getting for what you're putting in. I mean, if, I, I don't know how this happened. I started watching, uh, stumbled on the first one. This um, the woman, she's got a PhD and she's in the Netherlands with her girlfriend uh, who is Dutch. And she's just talking about a bunch of stuff. And it's kind of, it's kind of cool. It, the Netherlands is not France and seems to be a much cleaner place and much friendlier people in a lot of ways. Um, although people also not like washing their hands after wiping their asses apparently is a thing that she was talking about. But never mind that now. Um, human beings again. What are you going to do? Um, but she's talking about this stuff and I'm watching it and I just, I don't know, it, there's something about being in a foreign country that really, um, I, I, I loved living in France. I, I didn't do it for very long and I, I didn't have a lot of money. I had, you know, had to have a roommate, didn't live under the best of circumstances, but there's something about being in a foreign country where the language is different. Things are just a little, you know, 
even like going to the store, something as mundane as that, um, it, it's a heightened experience. And it's very, you know, it's cool. It's like you go to, you go to Tokyo, you go to the grocery store, and it's an, exp I mean, it's normal, mundane for somebody that lives there, but when you're going for the first time, it's like, well, this is some weird, freaky shit. You know, I've never seen this before. And it's just a, a heightened experience. You go to, go to Paris, you go to Carrefour or someplace, I don't know if you saw this, I just said Carrefour, and a little droplet of saliva just flung out of my mouth. And I will say this, I'm sure I don't notice it every time that happens, but I'm aware of it when it happens to me, which is one of the reasons I wear a fucking mask because I know it happens to me and I think I'm relatively uh, subdued in terms of the mist that I'm exuding into the universe, uh, by which I mean I see a lot of people and you just, you know, you're talking to them and you just see these little projectiles of saliva, little bombs of saliva just flying out of their mouth right onto you, or just into space, or onto the person they're talking to. Uh, but anyway, you know, you go to Carrefour, and it's just, I mean, especially like the first couple of times you do it, or you order in cafe, um, it, it's, it's a heightened experience. You, you have to think about it. Things seem different and interesting. You walk down the street, you hear people speaking French, or in the case of this one that I started watching, speaking Dutch. But the reason that I... Uh, the reason that I brought her up is somehow I, I started watching that and then I guess YouTube suggests a bunch of other shit that uh, it's similar. So I start seeing uh, American who's living in Germany. I start seeing a German who's living in Cincinnati. I start seeing a bunch of you know people living in other countries. And the thing that really struck me about all of these and granted, maybe the algorithm is sort of sorting this out. I don't think so. But all of these people commented on, there's another one, by the way. I did that little and then fling. All of these people commented on taxes. And in particular, what they said is, yeah, okay, taxes in Germany are high. Taxes in the Netherlands are high relative to the United States. They have a lot of taxes. They have things that, you know, seems like a lot of taxes. People complain about it sometimes. But all of them, every single one of them, again, said, you get so much for your taxes. And this is the thing that I think people in this country miss. Uh, I, I, I just, I'm not blaming it all on Grover Norquist. He's not the only person who has started this stuff and who is really, he's certainly one of the bigger advocates of it, though just how horrible taxes are and it's theft and all this bullshit. There's, there's a great little libertarian thing that drives me insane. I, I like Pendulette, but one thing that just irks me about the motherfucker is that he's, he's got a libertarian streak and there's a weird reductive argument, which I, it's not entirely false, to be fair. Not an entirely false argument, but you understand kind of why it's broken, or at least I hope so. The argument is that anytime the government has you do anything, ultimately what that comes down to is that someone with a gun using force is pushing you to do it. Uh, first off, I think this is false, again. You know, there's 
there's some truth to it based on law enforcement and this kind of stuff. But in reality, I mean, to me, the thing that's broken about this analogy is that government is us. I mean, it, it is, you know, for as fucked up as it is, as bad as our government is, as corrupt as it is, it comes from us. And if we decided collectively tomorrow to change it, to throw out Nancy Pelosi, to throw out all of the people who get so much fucking money and basically, basically get legalized bribes, if we threw all of those people out, which we could do easily, easily, um, it'd change almost overnight. It is like a learned helplessness thing. I don't know what it is, but whatever it is, this idea that government is somehow like this abstract thing, it's fucking us. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't mean that it is fucking us, although kind of sometimes, certainly feels like that. But the government, our government, is literally us. Now, it's captive right now from special interests, but it's the same, in the same way that, um, you know, and I'm, I'm ashamed to say this, I buy shit on Amazon. I hate Bezos, still support the guy. Um, I, I don't do it as much as I used to. I try to minimize it, but I still do it. Um, I still have a Prime membership. It's kind of smart about this one actually, because I've tried canceling it multiple times and then there's a whole process, or at least it doesn't seem, somehow it seems like every time I've tried to cancel it, it ends up going through this thing where it's like, okay, well, we'll, eh, we'll probably cancel it the next time it's gonna renew. And then, yeah, it doesn't work or some, something happens. I don't know, whatever happens, it's like there's enough of a hurdle that I lose the steam to cancel it. Although it doesn't really matter if I cancel it or not. And this is the problem, this is the Facebook problem. There's everyone individually goes, oh, it doesn't matter if I do it or not. It doesn't matter if I'm on Facebook or not. Incidentally, I have finally killed my Facebook account. It took a long time to do that. Finally did it. But most people don't do it and it doesn't matter because if you're there, you know, there are all these other fucking people. And if you're not there, there are still all those fucking people out there. And you're like, well, my individual contribution doesn't make any difference. I, I think it's, a, it's almost a bug in human cognition. We see our individual contribution to things like this, but we don't see that collectively, it actually amounts to a fuck ton, you know? I mean, it, if everybody just decided tomorrow, you know, I'm not gonna log into Facebook anymore. The company would go bankrupt in like a month. I mean, like no bullshit. The advertisers would start going, well, shit, what happened here? They'd stop putting money in. Facebook has a lot of expenses. Um, they'd be overextended. I don't think they have a ton of cash. And you know, now granted they have good credit, probably would survive for a while, but people could do that. They could just decide it, but they don't. That's the thing. That's the thing that gets me. We could change things, but we won't. Um, and I'm, I'm not saying we won't, like we never will. Um, everything in here, the, the system that you're watching this on or listening to it on, all of that is stuff that people cobbled together over you know, many, many lifetimes worth of research and development. Um, you know, just countless numbers of people 
figuring out algorithms and figuring out how to make software, figuring out how to make glass and how to make you know compact lenses that are all in this little package that you know just give a pretty good fucking picture that's almost better probably than like a TV camera in the 90s and your phone in your fucking pocket. Uh, all the stuff that went into that, that stuff, you look back a hundred years, would have been inconceivable. Not that it's inconceivable to, I mean, it's an interesting thing. I can conceive of an Oort cloud. I can conceive of an orbital ring. But the idea of like actually building one, um, it's, it takes a little bit of a leap beyond just, you know, like once you start getting into it, and you think about, I mean, I guess this is true of any kind of complex supply chain. The amount of stuff that it takes to make anything. And, and it's not just like pieces, not just components, but individual people who are cutting molds, figuring out like how to make the mold, how to make the tools, how to actually do the assembly, how to do the wiring, how to put stuff in a box, how to do all of this stuff. All of those little pieces have to work in order to make all the shit. Um, it, it's, it seems almost impossible, but it's totally doable because obviously it's been done. So similarly, you know, like if you live in a monarchy, um, escaping from the king seems impossible, but it's been done. We've, we've done it. Like getting the vote. Um, if you're, if you're a woman, you have had the right, in this country, you've had the right to vote for about a hundred years. A little bit shy, I think. Um, I think actually I can't say that anymore because I think shy of when it was first like true, but not when it passed. I think that's true. I'm not, I need to look at the details. By the time you watch this, it might be just a hundred years. So roughly ballpark that. If you're black, uh, 150 years, not that fucking long. 150 years, I mean, there are people who, well, there are people who are almost that old. Certainly there are people who are 100 years old. Um, yeah, it's, 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 not, it's not like a million years. It's not like even a, or a couple of centuries or a millennium. 100 years, 150 years, not that long. Um, smoking. The, if you watch TV shows and movies from the 50s or all of the... Um, the nostalgia shit that we have uh, seems to have gone out of fashion, but for a little while, Mad Men and all of that, it was really popular. And in those things, everybody smoked. Um, now, this is another thing that bugs the shit out of me. If you actually look, because I, I was watching um, For All Mankind, it's an Apple TV thing, kind of an alternate history where um, Apollo 11 doesn't work out and the Soviets are able to put people on the moon first and it just pushes the, the space race to continue. We not, and since we didn't win, we just kept going and ended up like at the end of season one, they built the sea dragon or something like it. Uh, Von Braun had this idea for this giant rocket, um, which we could have built using the technology of the day, ridiculously. Um, and so there they're kind of thinking, well, what would have happened? Women end up being astronauts through a whole little series of things um, in the 60s. Yeah. Could have happened, didn't, but could have. And you look at that and you're kind of, the thing that I brought, 
I, I, I could go off on a tangent there, sorry. Reeling myself back in, the reason that I brought that up is the smoking. So you watch this fucking thing and literally everybody is smoking all the fucking time. And it, it, it actually irked me because it's like, I, I personally, I despise smoke. Maybe it's because my parents both smoked when I was a kid, uh, but I hate it. I am revolted by it. The smell is nauseating. It makes me want to vomit. I mean, it just, it, it makes me like, it burns my eyes. I even just being near it briefly, I can smell it on myself all day to take a shower sometimes um, somebody I, I actually regret even agreeing to this but years ago somebody wanted to have a meeting in a cigar bar why I don't fucking know um, but he did we meet there he's not even smoking a cigar I'm sure as fuck not um, and it stinks so much it's like burning garbage you know and it, just disgusting and then I get out of there and I, I I can taste like soot in my mouth like you know and it's like ah just ah I, I drove home which was like 20 minutes home uh, my car for like a week smelled like it from the transfer from my clothes into the car I took a shower I still could smell it on myself it was I mean it's, it's fucking horrible why would you do this uh, but anyway in the show, everybody's smoking. It's, it's like, it bothered me to the point where I had to Google it. I had to look up how many people smoked in, say, this year, whatever it was. Yeah, it must have been like late 60s, I guess. Um, like 1969, 1970-ish. How many people smoked then? Was it 90% of the population? No, it was like, I, I don't even think it was that much more than 50%. Uh, my memory might be off and it might be si as much as 60, but I think it was like 50%. Um, and, and which is still a fuck ton of people. And if you were not a smoker, had to be hell. Because it's like, where the fuck are you going to go? You go to the doctor's office, the fucking doctor is smoking apparently. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I can't, even, can't even imagine it. But at that time, if you would have thought like, oh, one day restaurants won't allow it, people would think you're nuts. And similarly, actually, if you go back to a certain time, not even that long before, on a geological scale at least, uh, the idea of smoking would have been just bizarre to people. Like people, you know, before they even saw it, before, um, before contact with, with Americas, um, people in Europe didn't know what that was. And then they did it and it became a thing. It's, it's interesting to me how many I mean, I guess this is a weird, weird thing, but related in a strange way. Um, you think of potatoes. Ireland had the potato famine. You just think of potatoes as an Irish food. They come from like South and Central America, not, not from Ireland. Don't even have to go back that far. And it wasn't even a thing there. And it was such a staple not that long ago that when there was a big blight, People died and it was a big deal. Um, tomatoes, also, they come from the New World, did not come from Italy. And yet you think about Italian food, tomato just seems like part of it. It seems almost synonymous with it. Peppers, you know, Thai peppers come from Mexico, I think. Oh, yeah, it's just, it's crazy how much things like this, 
that seem like they've always been um, change. And they change pretty or in, in, in a reasonable time scale, like even on the, on the scale of a human life, pretty abruptly. Like these are not thousand year changes. Um, and when, when you look at a thousand years, a lot of stuff changes. But you know, like when my grandfather was born, the Wright brothers hadn't flown their first airplane, you know? And he had uh, spent, he'd gone on many trips between the United States and Spain on a fucking airplane, something like a commercial airplane. And he wasn't even that old at the time. You know, he was like my mom's age, probably. How old my mom is now, he was then. Um, and you think about it, it's just like, how much things can change in such a little time. Um, and, and the hope that I get there though, the, the reason that I bring that up is just like you see stuff and you think, well, this is insurmountable. Um, yeah, my girlfriend, and I understand this too. I, I feel a little bit of it myself. Uh, the whole pandemic thing, it's a little old. Kind of would be nice to just be done with it, right? Um, we will be done with it soon enough. Um, you know, if it was, even if it wasn't in the nearish future, imagine it was two years from now, um, which I fucking hope it's much faster than that. But imagine it took that long to get things kind of back to normal. At a certain point in the future, they will be. Um, hopefully better than they were, but still, you know, relatively speaking. Um, but anyway, the, the reason, rolling back to my one word prompt, um, you can see why I can't, if I wrote a script, could you imagine if one word turns into this, what the fuck would a script do? Um, it's not even, I don't even want to think about it. Uh, but my one word is taxes. And the thing I wanted to get back to was all these people are talking about, you know, like even the German girl who's living in America, she's probably should say woman. Um, I think her thing is actually, it doesn't matter. Anyway, she was explaining, you know, there are lots of nice things about America. She likes living here, but and the taxes in Germany are high, but you get so much for them. She said this, like all these people are saying this and you look at this and you're just like, maybe there's a reason that these people that actually have contact with other countries, uh, feel this way. And yet, like, I mean, the thing that I find excruciating is like, you look at the Democrats and again, I don't want to doodle too much on them because I've said this before. I, I can't stand fucking Biden. I can't fucking stand Biden. I can't stand fucking Biden. I don't, you know, you, but, um, never mind. I don't like the guy. I don't want the vote. I, I don't want him to be the president. I don't like... One of the things I don't like about him being, the, the prospect of him being president is like, one of, there were many reasons why I was bothered by Trump being president, but one of them was he didn't fucking work for it. You look at Hillary and she's like doing all this extra work, all you know, studying and prepared and all this, kind of deserving it. Not to say that you deserve it, but you know, like kind of. Um, Versus this other guy who's just like a goofball in the back of the class, not even studying, and he gets it. Um, Biden, I'm not saying he's not studying. I mean, he's doing some stuff. But, yeah, and he's, he is, to be fair, to be extremely fair, um, he is doing things that are like tiptoeing into at least kind of 
attempting maybe to sort of placate people like me, uh, but also at the same time kind of like smacking us in the face, uh, which is like, what the fuck? But anyway, yeah, there's an element of maybe he's trying to do it, but you yeah. um, if know, if you're just listening to this, I, I'm shaking my head now. Anyway, and if you're watching it, then you're wondering why, why I'm explaining that to the taxes. He's like during the debates complaining about, you know, we can't have a middle class tax hike. Um, you know, it's so bad we can't do it. And, you know, Bernie's Medicare for all will cost this much more in taxes. And yes, it costs this much more in taxes to offset this much more in other, not taxes, but effectively taxes, like taxes that we're paying to private companies for healthcare, which is just fucking skyrocketing. Medicare for all, it's a lot. And you know, you're taking a lot of stuff, putting it under you know, a new government program or kind of tweaks on an old one. It's a, it's a big thing, but it's still not as much as we're saving. And I mean, this idea that you can't, I, I don't know how this is a hard concept is one of the things that makes me want to scream here. Because if I'm paying 600 a month for kind of shitty health insurance, which actually at one point, like a year ago or two years ago, I was paying like 600 a month for shitty, pretty mediocre health care um, or health insurance. If you're paying that and then all of a sudden you get a $300 a month tax increase, tax increase, but now you're no longer paying that, you're paying less, you know? It's not that complicated. Big number that you're offsetting with a smaller number for you because wealthier people are paying more. Um, yeah, doesn't seem like that bad of a deal. And also, I mean, you, know, you just look at, we pay so fucking much for healthcare, to pri again, to, like this tax to private corporations, um, and we have so shitty outcomes. Our, our life expectancies are going down, infant mortality going up. Um, I, I know I keep saying these things, but it, it's true and it's maddening. It's like, how can you fucking people not get this? Um, so anyway, he's explaining that we, how bad this tax increase would be, even though it's offsetting a much bigger cost and again, it's just like, you're a fucking Democrat. Be a Democrat, make the fucking case for government. Make the case that, you know, taxes are good. If taxes, and I'm not saying, you know, I, I don't like spending shit tons of money on the military. If you look at how much of my taxes go to the military, it's a lot of the fucking pie, you know? And I don't like it. I would rather spend a lot less than that. Uh, and this is another thing, like if, if you cut the military in half, I think we still would be spending more than China, like more than the second largest country uh, in terms of military spending, we'd still be spending more than them. That's how much we spend. Uh, yeah, it, it's just, it's mind boggling how much we spend on the shit. But yeah, I'm very happy to pay taxes to make sure that nobody has to be homeless on the street. I'm very happy to pay taxes to make sure that, you know, people aren't dying from things that are easily treatable. I'm very happy to pay taxes to make sure that elderly people aren't just being like, you know, either 
forced into essentially like prisons or, you know, like in these shitty, just down the street from me, there's one of these facilities. Um, it kind of looks like a nice thing on the outside, but it's like a, um, it's a sort of assisted living place. And then you start looking into these things and it's like, okay, well, what they do is they sort of warehouse a lot of older people, charge a fuck ton of money for it. And, you know, just, it's, it, I mean, it's a business, but again, it's like this disease. Everything has to be a business. You can't just have something where it's like, okay, well, why don't we just take a certain amount of your income and put it toward taking care of people without trying to make a profit on it? Yeah, call me crazy. It's actually a thing that you can do. Why don't we do that instead of let's make a profit and we'll, uh, you know, well, we can actually decrease the number of people taking care of this place because why not? It makes us more money. We can actually cram more people into this place because it'll make us more money. You know, I mean, it, just the stuff that it, the misaligned uh, values that having everything be based on just maximizing profit, um, it, it just, it's, it, it fucking drives me nuts. So anyway, um, yeah, it, it's the thing that I just wish people would talk about more is taxes. I probably have not articulated that very well, but I do hope if you listen to this and you're talking to somebody, especially somebody who's complaining about taxes, you start kind of going, well, hey, you know, what are your taxes going for? Um, you know, maybe it's not so bad to pay taxes. Maybe if you go to downtown Phoenix, um, near my girlfriend's place, there are a bunch of fucking potholes. There's no sidewalk. Um, there's like, I, I can't believe this is a thing. It's a neighborhood and people are just walking on the street. I go on a walk, I'm walking in the fucking street in traffic because there's no sidewalk in a city in 2020, um, in the wealthiest country in, in history. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd be very happy to pay a little bit more in taxes. And when you figure out how much it costs per person to say, fix the potholes or fix the fucking sidewalks, uh, it's not that much. This is the thing that drives me nuts. Collectively, I mean, it's one of these things, just like voting, if every American puts $10 into a pot on average, then that is like, uh, what, $3 billion, $3.3 billion. Uh, even if you just go down to like adult Americans, it's still a couple billion dollars. Large numbers add up to things that are substantial, even though like $10 per person for most of us, probably not that much. Although for a lot of people, I do understand $10 is a lot of money, but then there are a lot of people for whom $10 is like nothing, like um, probably like a penny to you, if not even less than like, you know, what is this crap that's just, you know, like polluting my, there, there are people, many, many people who are there. And I'm not even getting to people like Bezos there. That's just like, you know, if you have a couple million in, um, in assets, you know, $10, not a lot of money to you. Uh, if you're somebody who's barely able to scrape by $10, well, you know, it's like an hour of work or, or so. Uh, it's crazy how disparate these things are. They shouldn't be, they needn't be. Uh, and again, I mean, it goes to nobody's making the, well, I'm trying not very well, but 
nobody's really making the case for government. Nobody's really making the case for taxes. Uh, you know, having, it's not, it, to me, this idea that somehow the top tax rate should be 37.5%, um, like, it's fucking insane. I, now, a tax rate should be 37.5%, maybe. But, you know, if you're making a billion dollars a year, maybe you should be paying more than that. Maybe you should be paying 80 or 90%. And, and certainly not if you're, well, always talk about this, but Bezos, for example, making many billion dollars a year um, and essentially paying nothing on it. But even when he does cash in his Amazon shares, he's paying the top um, capital gains rate, which is like 20%. So not even that 37.5% that someone making a million dollars a year is paying. He's paying less, you know, but to him, a million dollars is like, it, it's not even a rounding error. It's too small to perceive. It's like, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you can understand how small a million dollars is to somebody who's got hundreds of billions of dollars. And I mean, it's just so fucked up. So anyway, um, I think that's probably still 44 degrees out, by the way. 8 o'clock, 44 degrees. I, I'm just going to give up and go for a walk anyway because I can't, yeah. So, but with that, thank you for watching and listening. And um, I hope didn't repeat myself too much. I hope the rambling wasn't too bad. Uh, but I'm, I'm annoyed by this. <sighs> anyway, serenity now. Say Jen.